everybody. Good morning to the Lakeshore. This is Saga Talk on Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. We are well into 2022. It is January 9th, 2022. And this is Saga Talk on Sunday here on the Lakeshore. And I uh, want to thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast live high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Saga Talk. I'm Gregory Muncy, waking up with you as we watch the sun come up over the hill on Butler Street. We're watching those plows also this morning. The Sagatuck DPW is out there plowing and cleaning up the street before it freezes over. It's good to see them because we were just talking about those sidewalks. And uh, they've been busy out there the last couple of days. We have quite the snow uh, dump here in the Sagatuck Douglas area, and we've all been been scampering around, uh, shovel it all up, and and get these shops open and running. And a lot of shops are open, believe it or not. We are not just a summer town here in Saugatuck. Most of our shops are open daily, just like Land Sharks. Right underneath us, uh, here we are above Land Sharks on the corner of Butler and Hoffman. And uh, we're looking out right now. Uh, there at the Land Sharks, let you know that uh, you can rent snow skis and also snow shoes and uh, head out and check out the area. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about lots of events going on. And we've got a great show lined up. First of all, though, I'd like to thank our sponsors because without them, this wouldn't be possible. The charming Saugatuck Rentals. They've got three beautiful rentals in the Saugatuck Douglas area, and they have booked up. Uh, they're, they're booking up for the winter winter season here. People love to hang out with us locals here as uh, as we get all wintry, and uh, and uh, it's a nice kind of quiet, quiet time of year. Uh, but uh, but still still quite busy because people do like to get out of town uh, and uh, and hang out with us here in the winter time. Uh, so check out Charming Saugatuck Rentals and check out their Facebook page at Charming Saugatuck Rentals. We'd also like to thank your go-to to get to where you want to go to, the Interurban Transit Authority. Little shout out there to Phyllis Ives. She was on the show last week, and uh, and uh, let you know that uh, the uh, the uh, Interurban is only a dollar. They'll pick you up wherever you are and take you wherever you want to go in the thirty mile radius here of Saugatuck Douglas area, and um, and it's only a dollar. So their phone number is two six nine eight five seven one four one eight. And they are up and running today. Also would like to thank Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, where we have been busy. Believe it or not, even though the holiday is over, we have been busy filling birthday orders, anniversary orders, and just because flowers sending to people that maybe you can't hang out with and you just want to send them a token of your appreciation. Call Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop for all your floral needs at 269-857-2963. I'd also like to thank Mill Pond Realty, Laura Durham over there, and uh, she works hard to find out how much is your house worth, and uh, you, your family might be growing, your family might be shrinking. It might be time to make that transition and find out what your home is worth. Give Mill Pond Realty a call at 269-857-1477, and uh, you can also go to their website at millpondrealty.com. I'd also like to thank our producer, Dan Evans, a.k.a. Dan the Man at the Van, and let you know that podcasts are now available online at 927thevan.com. So 
You can listen anytime. You can also visit our Facebook page at Sagatuck on Sunday. Let us know how we're doing. Have any ideas for upcoming guests? Or maybe you're a guest. Maybe you've got something going on. Are you an event planner, a business owner, or a civic leader? We like to know what's going on around town. If you've got the good gossip, just get a hold of us there on our Facebook page and send us a message. And uh, we'd like to hear from you. It's just after 7 a.m., and it is a cool 33 degrees. It's actually pretty warm out there, pretty mild out there, and we are so lucky to have escaped our ice storm. So my guests uh, will have a nice and easy commute as uh, the Saugatuck DPW is out there clearing off the street. And uh, it's, it actually is the perfect time of year to hang out in town because you can hop from shop to shop. And, uh, and then hang out at our little pubs and get a little liquid encouragement as you're, you're uh, checking out our shops. And it's that time of year where uh, some of the shops are clearing out their winter inventory, and you've got a great opportunity to get some good deals uh, uh, at this time of year. So uh, check out the shops. We've got a lot, of, a lot of things going on today. We've got a great show lined up for you, so thanks for tuning in. Um, uh, uh, we'll have, uh, I've got Patty Berry on. She's going to be our co-host. I've also got Ryan Heights from the City of Saugatuck Manager. I've also got Betsy York. Uh, she's from the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. And I also had that disco ball come down a little too soon. The sound man, he's a little off his game, if you notice, when we when we let into the show. So CJ's going to have to get a little spanking. Um, <laughs> but here comes the disco ball. And down the aisle, working the runway is Patty Berry from It Is What It Is. <laughs> Patty Berry, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Gotta love a good early morning disco ball. <laughs> well, of course, who doesn't? And, and welcome. You woke up. Thanks for being on. Patty uh, Berry owns It Is What It Is, a great little shop in town, very unique. It's, a, it's one of those shops where you just keep looking around and you keep finding all these unique, funny, cute and adorable items um uh and we'll talk about that in a minute um and then uh patty you were my uh guest on my second show my very second show uh which was over a year ago yeah that's right that was fun yeah and uh glad to have you back i was here when james reeser was here that's right the the full band was here. yeah they were good too yeah yeah they were really good james was on last week but he didn't bring the band he just brought his harmonica we tried to get him to play a little bit more but he he usually he got a little little uh shy there these microphones are a little intimidating (laughs) (laughs) they're so big (laughs) patty berry you are uh you grew up here in the saugatuck douglas area and we'll we'll talk a little bit about your growing up first but let's uh let's talk about your shop a little bit um, you have a store called It Is What It Is, and you opened in, actually, you opened in Douglas, right? Right. We opened in Douglas 11 years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, we were there for a few years uh-huh. and decided that um, if we really needed to make a go of this, we needed to have more foot traffic than we were getting in Douglas. So uh-huh. we found a little spot on Butler Street, smack dab in the middle of town, and we said, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we found that little building, and we moved there in February, right when Land Sharks was having their penny shoe sale. Oh, yeah, that's coming up, too. And, yeah. And all of a sudden, there's all these people, and we're like, 
we've seen more people today than we saw in here in Douglas. You know, so, <laughs> so it was a right move for us. Uh-huh, and and uh-huh. we love being right where we are um, uh-huh. in the 300 block of Saga Tech. Yeah, so. yeah. You have quite a cute little shop there. Thank uh, you. there, And you're right next to um, Olive Oil, the Olive Mill. And and on the other side of you is Grins. Grins, right? And um, actually, it's uh, kind of like two shops that um, that uh, now it was one shop before. We have two spaces, but there are two, right. but there are two storefronts right. that you've created into one storefront. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh-huh. Now, when you were in Douglas, that was in the old Bentley building, right? Correct. Which used to be an antique store yes. back in the day. Yes, way down at the end of Center Street. Uh-huh. It was an antique store, and now it's a uh, plastic surgery place. <laughs> Well, not plastic surgery, but the Botox and the, all redefined that. Redefined spa. Redefined med spa. Right. It's, right. it's a, med a med spa. spa. There you yeah, go. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they're there. Also, my hairdresser's there. You'll notice I got oh, my Michelle. hair cut. Yeah, I got my hair cut. And she went a little bit shorter this time, Michelle Cassidy. Myself, yeah. yes, right. Yeah. You did. You cut it yourself. Did, yeah. Your I hair looked great. Saw, right? I said that when you walked up you this did, morning. I thought, well, your hair looks. Yeah. Good. Every once in a while, I just have to get out the scissors and, and you just start chop it yourself. Away. Oh, that's yeah. scary. I couldn't do that. Um, uh, so now you've been uh, you've been here for and you've been actually in business for eleven years, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. And, and so we're starting our eighth year. Wow. Butler Street already. Wow. I don't. Has it been that long? It has been that long, and it's like, where does the time go? Yeah. You know, yeah. I was taking down Christmas stuff at the store the other day and kind of organizing it into this, you know, clearance section and getting the last of the, the fall things that people aren't interested in anymore. Right. And thinking about what are we going to get for, for next year? What's going to be, yeah. What's going to be and just thing. kind of packing things away. And I'm like, it was just Memorial Day, for Pete's <laughs> sake. I know. <laughs> and where did the time go? It just right. flies. Right, it really does. You know, and I always tell a funny story about time flying. My granddaughter, Carolyn, turned 17 in June. Okay. And we were out at uh, Katie and Mike's house and celebrating, and I said to Carolyn, I can remember pacing the street. You were my first grandchild, and uh-huh. it was just the unknown you know yeah. what, is, what is it gonna look like is it a boy is it a girl what are they gonna name it because katie was you know very tight-lipped about all that. Is it gonna be a pretty baby right. you know some babies you know, aren't so is pretty everything gonna go okay and <laughs> jody troutman and i were just pacing up and oh jody i love her yeah, yeah she's my neighbor she's great <laughs> it's good up there yeah and so um i said those 17 years have just gone by so fast i can't believe how quickly they go and she looks at me and she says grandma just think about this. In 17 years, you'll be 80. <laughs> and I was just like, what? Shut up, Jody. <laughs> Thanks for putting that into perspective for yeah, me. So, right. You know, time flies. Yeah, it really and, does. Um, we have a book in the store. It's called Five. I think I gave you a copy. Yes, I have yeah. a copy. I and love that, that book. That book is actually what started it all. Mm-hmm. Um, my son, Kyle, was having an open heart surgery in Ann Arbor, the junior, his junior year of high school. Wow. And I was walking around, walking the halls, and um, went by the gift shop, and there was this book with a five on it. And it kind of called my name. So I went in, and it says, where do you want to be five years from now? Mm-hmm. And it just, it spoke to me. <laughs> I, I took it back up to the room and I went through it. And then I went down and I bought four more copies, one for each one of my kids. And I said, you know, time goes so quickly. Five years is nothing anymore. Uh-huh. So read this book. Yeah. Figure out what you want to do. Because uh-huh. if you love what you do, it's not really like work. Right. And my head wrapped around my son having an open heart surgery 
it wasn't so much wrapped around working at the butler anymore and all the drama that comes with restaurants. Sure. You know, I didn't care if the chili was spicy. I didn't care if they wanted to sit by a window. And when you lose that passion, right, it's time to move on. Correct. And, and that's kind of what got the ball rolling. And, and it was telling me, you know, do what you want to do, what you've always wanted to do. And I went to Davenport College. Right. It wasn't even a university in the 70s. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <clears throat> excuse me. I went to Davenport College and I studied fashion, merchandising, and retail management. Uh-huh. And I wanted to have a store. You know, I just always wanted to have a store because when I was little, I, we lived at the north end of Butler Street, uh-huh. and I would walk down Butler Street to the butler where I worked, where but worked, I would right. stop and look in all the shop windows. Mm-hmm. And I just admired all these little boutique type shops and all the little old ladies that, that ran it. Uh-huh. And I always thought in my heart that that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but my dad had other ideas. <laughs> He's like, no, we're going to work in the family business. Yeah. You know, at one point, I wanted to have um, a shop in the lower um, level of the butler. Mm-hmm. And I had it all drawn out and what we would sell. And it was going to be called Patty's Porthole. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's Porthole. <laughs> well, you know, I wanted a nautical theme being right there by the marina and stuff. That never, oh, was that what it was? A nautical thing? Uh, yeah. Okay, it, I just it, wanted it to, to be clarify that. Hole, you know, <laughs> and we had these porthole windows, and we'd have all kinds of boat things and nautical things. Uh-huh. Um, but that never happened, oh, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I think when I did decide to leave the butler, that's what was calling me to do that. And no. I have had so much fun with this store. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. It becomes what... I make it. Right. And it's fun. It's, yeah. The bottom line is it's just fun, and it's not like work. It's just – Right. Right. I, I can't wait to go down there I like, and I rearrange. Know. And I see you down there all the time messing with things, <laughs> rearranging, and you're always changing things. And, and speaking of messing with things, I mm-hmm. just wanted to know. Sometimes when I'm down here later in, at night, uh-huh. you know, I park in front of the store or wherever I can. Uh-huh. But when I go to get in my car, uh-huh. my seat – is pushed all the way up to my steering wheel. And I'm like, does Greg do that when he's outside? <laughs> do I sneak down and move does your seat? Move my seat way forward? <laughs> because it's happened like several times. That's I'm weird. Like, Who's doing this? Yeah, you that know? is weird. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Now, you worked at the Butler, um, uh, and um, uh, uh, your father, Verse White, um, uh, rest his soul, um, uh, left us uh, a couple weeks ago, right? Yep. And, um, and, uh, and now... Your your family was originally from Chicago, right? No, no. no oh, I'm no, sorry. No. Where Not you, that I know of. <laughs> where you? Where now? Where are you okay. guys from? Um, we were from Marshall, Michigan, Marshall, Michigan, which is over by Battle Creek okay. That area. Okay, mm-hmm. Marshall. And and um and it was what in the '60s, early '60s, right? right. And and your dad, uh, Verse White, had purchased. The Butler Hotel and Restaurant, right? Is that correct? Correct. And I'll tell you a little bit about that. You uh-huh. know, uh, one of the reasons that I I said, "Hey, I'd like to be a guest or a host again on the yeah. on the show," is because I kind of wanted to tell the story of how he got here yeah. and what he built yeah. here, right? Um, especially because it has just been sold, right? And, correct. You know, right right before he passed away. Um, 
It was yeah, we, we reached out to the new owners, uh, Redmond Group, and we haven't heard back from them yet. Now, I do talk to the store managers, but, of course, it's a big company, so they have, you right. know, marketing right. folks and all that. And so I did reach out to them. get someone I, from the Redwater Group um, on, on your show right. sometime and, and find out what, they what they're going to do. Yeah. What, what, are, they, what are their right. plans? Um, but, but anyway. I think it's important to tell the stories of these people that lived here for a long time and started the businesses. You know, we've lost so many, many local people in the last decade you know if you think yeah. about it you know rj peterson is right. gone uh -huh. john block who was our fire chief mm -hmm. uh passed away peggy mm -hmm. boyce, boyce is gone yep. now you know um demi demarest right. and dorothy demarest right and just so so many i know i'm forgetting many right we're them. forgetting you know, a bunch I, of them and and uh you know tim reed uh he passed away his son ben reed uh worked there at the marina for many right. years we all knew him very right. well just so many people that had the the stories of what it was like here in the 60s mm -hmm. and and before right you know are no longer around yeah and so you just gotta wonder you know who's gonna fill their shoes yeah yeah where, where you know what's gonna happen here it, in Saugatuck, and you know those people had a vision back then. What's the vision now? Where, right. Where's that going to go? Right, um, right. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, talk about my dad yeah. a little bit yeah. and, and tell the story of how he got here. Right. So so, so, so he, he purchased the hotel, right? Or let, me, this... let me back up just yeah, a little go. bit. Um, he was born in Truman, Arkansas during the Depression, and uh -huh. his parents were um, – sharecroppers of sorts uh they picked cotton oh for a okay uh -huh. in in the south uh -huh. during the depression and um he was people often ask me you know why is his name verse why is it verser yeah well there's a little story behind that as well he was the first male baby born to a dr verser that year and for lack of a middle name they named him william verser but he never went by william or bill he always went by verse or verser. They've always called him that. Huh. And, and people are like, what is that? And I looked that up, um, Verser Clinic Hospital, mm -hmm. and um, it's old and abandoned and haunted, oh. so to speak now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's where he was born. And they were, um, you know, they, they picked cotton for a living. My grandmother would tell me the story of um, – they would carry these big sacks, cotton picking sacks, uh -huh. you know, they're big, long tube sacks. Yeah. And they'd go out in the fields and have to pick cotton to fill that. And yeah. sometimes it was, I think she said, between 50 and 70 pounds. Now wow. imagine how, you know, how many cotton balls yeah. <laughs> to make that many, yeah. you know, that, that much weight. Right. And um, she said when he was just a baby, you know, the cotton got um, – ripe for picking i guess i don't know if that's what you call it but you know july august and september so it was hot yeah and she would put him on her little sack and drag him through the fields <laughs> anyway so then and so he, he would just drive she yeah she he'd drag him through and yep. and so he would so she'd she'd be picking baby. cotton yeah. with him yep. behind her yeah yep. that's funny then she had um he had an older sister and then she had another baby his younger sister and so she was more of a housewife and she did the cooking for the you know the field workers and that mm -hmm. and one day uh she went out and somebody says josie your house is on fire and they lost everything oh geez and, and there were um floods in the south and in, in the late 30s early 40s that really destroyed a lot of the cotton fields so uh -huh. you know making a living got harder and harder and harder yeah well she had a brother in marshall 
okay. in Michigan. Yep. And he says, you need to move north. There's factories going. Right. And you, that was you when the make, car industry was right, booming. And, right. Yeah. And so they packed up the family and they moved to Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad graduated from Marshall, Michigan. Or from Marshall High School. Great um, little town. Yes, beautiful little They town. have the uh, house tours that they do. Oh, the historic uh, house That my tours. mom used to go to. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I went to one year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really, really cute it, little it's, town. It's a worthwhile tour. Mm-hmm. It really is. Mm-hmm. They don't make homes like that anymore. No, no. And in fact, don't. I think there was a movie filmed there. Um, something about, it was a Disney movie, The Clock on the Wall. Oh, really? The, the, something like I that. I have to look I, that I, up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Interesting. who was in that? The guy from School of Rock. What was his name? The comedian. Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black. He he was in that. Oh, I have to so, look that yeah, up. It was kind of interesting, up. and it was filmed in one of the houses mm-hmm. in Marshall. So he um, was born in Marshall. So he's uh, no born in Arkansas. They, Arkansas. The family moved to Marshall. Right. That's and right. when he graduated, he joined the Navy. So he joined the Navy and went out to Tacoma, Washington mm-hmm. for four years. And when he was done with the Navy, he came back to Marshall, mm-hmm. and. He was a hardworking man. He worked three jobs. Mm-hmm. He would clean his uncle Steve's restaurant in the early uh, morning hours, and then he would go to Eaton Manufacturing, you know, to um, do his work day on the job. line. Or and yeah. then he would go home, quick change his clothes, and put his suit tie and wingtip shoes on, and he'd head off to Win Schuler's restaurant. And that's kind of where he got his sense for being in the restaurant oh. he was win jeweler's right hand man right. and and night manager right so um and then during that time he met my mom through his cousin and her best friend um they they started dating and then they got married and you know quickly started family they were married in 1955 so it was just short of 67 years that they would have been married uh-huh. um this past uh new year's day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he worked for win and there were a couple of um, businessmen that were regulars at Schuler's, mm-hmm. and they observed his good work ethic and his hospitality skills. And they had purchased a building in Saugatuck, and they wanted somebody to run it. And so they approached him and said, you know, we'd like you to join us on this business adventure. Mm -hmm. And being just 30 now, you know, in 1961, um, he he was eager to take that opportunity. So he came up in the winter of 1961 and looked at it with these two businessmen and said, I'm in. And so that was – He had never even heard of Saugatuck. Right, and that was the butler. And they had purchased the the Butler Butler Hotel, Hotel. which was built in 1882, but it didn't become a hotel until 1901. Right. So there it was, and they had a vision that said, you know, hey, this little town is going to be something someday. My dad had never even heard of it or, you know, barely had seen Lake Michigan. So he said yes. Mm Mm-hmm. The story goes that my mom didn't know, Right, he said yes. He just came back home, and he says, hey, we're moving to Saugatuck. <laughs> she's like, what? And your mom had to have been like, yeah. where is that? Well, she had heard of it. She climbed him out bald head as a kid. She, oh, she okay. So um, she was familiar. But she wasn't familiar with, you know, what Saugatuck all about. The business community. Right, and the, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, these two businessmen, you know, they, they had other companies that they ran, and they needed somebody to run the restaurant and hotel for for them right and that's what he did you know and he started making minor improvements and they wanted to i think they added 19 docks to the 34 that were there yeah so they increased the dockage and you know they had to update you know restrooms and sure 
restaurant equipment and stuff yeah. like that as they could afford to do that. Now, how uh, were you born yet? Oh, yeah. So how old were you when they moved the family here? Well, I just did the, the math for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, three. Okay. All right. Maybe Quickly, four. do the math. <laughs> so you were three, yeah. huh? Yeah. And, oh, golly. Uh, he was older than me, always will be. And, <laughs> and my brother, Joel. So right. my dad moved wife and three kids up to this old rundown hotel. Right. And we lived in the hotel. And... Um, until they bought a house and uh-huh. uh, they just, you know, worked side by side, building a menu and fixing things up. The hotel was already at that time, what, you know, like 68, 70 years old. Right. And so it, it, I have pictures in my head of how it looked and I can only um, describe it to people. I wish I had pictures, but we would help my mom clean the rooms. Uh-huh. Um, and my mom and dad built a menu, uh, a menu and at that time, Chase Manufacturing was over in Douglas, uh-huh. and the workers had no place to go at night. Right. No, nobody was open. Right. Especially during the winter. So my dad said, well, we'll stay open. You know, these guys want to eat and drink and sure. play cards, and, and, and we'll be open. Yeah. Well, they were hungry men. Right. You know? I of mean, course. And at that time, it was McDonald's and White Castle and all the little burgers and things like that. Right. And my dad's like, well, I'll make you a burger. And he built what the legend the the butler burger so your that's your dad's yes, making yes. because i saw old menus like from the 60s and yes. 70s that had the butler yep, burger on it down there you know and and it was like 50 cents to start and <laughs> it creeped to 75 the cents. butler burger was 50 cents yeah, wow document that but you know other businessmen i won't name names but in town um restaurant owners Um, they said oh that'll never fly you'll never be successful with that you know there nobody's gonna pay that much money and nobody wants a a great big burger and you don't tell my dad you can't do something and he said well watch me (laughs) and so the legend of the butler burger was born wow wow that's my favorite burger on the menu i get it all the time Yeah. yeah we used to help um Vicky and I would sit at the dining room table with my mom, and we'd have to put the prices, you know, put them, write them in ink on there. And I remember when my dad had a list of, you know, this is going to be this price, this price, this price, and things, you know, crept up over the years. Well, sure. And it got up to like two fifty, and we're like, oh my gosh! But you could get an open face butler burger for three fifty, you know, oh. and then you got the butler fries and the coleslaw, you know, big deal. Right. Um, but yeah, the prices were, you know, crazy, but. Long story short, he grew that restaurant. The uh-huh. locals loved it in the off season, and the tourists loved it in the summer. Right. Um, and we could only travel in the winter, you know, if we did anything as a family because there was nothing going on then in in the winter. Sure. Um, so that's when we would take a family vacation, um, and then get right back to it. Uh-huh. Uh So they ran it as a restaurant and bar and hotel. Until 71. Until 71. Now, and, and at this point, you're getting a little older. Right. And, and you're, now you're working in the back of the restaurant, oh, right? Yeah. You, are you washing worked, dishes? and worked from the day we could, you know, walk. Sure. And, 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 now, and you slept there. Like, you guys actually lived there. I know, I know Vicki was telling me stories one time about her mom doing her hair down there by the fireplace. By so that the was hair. basically your living room down oh, there. yeah. And... 
we would, well, we did end up with a home on Butler Street, but on the weekends, they worked day and night, so we would hang out down there, either in the back office or upstairs in room 40. It was so much fun. Oh, wow. I mean, so much fun. Wow. But, um, yeah, so my dad was, you know, realizing the success of this and getting more and more interested in having it, you know, for himself to be the sole proprietor, and the businessmen were gaining years and so discussions started happening about that um but that took a long time before he um actually got sole proprietorship uh -huh. um so they ran it as um a hotel, hotel until 71 and you know that's when the amity was here and the Miro was here and the ship and shore all these new places right nobody wanted to stay in the old building Right, you know? right. They wanted the new and accommodations. And it would have cost sure. them a small fortune to bring it up to code with fire and plumbing and heating. There was mm -hmm. no heat in the winter, no air conditioning in the summer. So they just made the decision that they would take off the top two floors and just run it as a restaurant bar and, and marina. And that was in 1972. 1972. Yeah. 19, wow, that's, that's fascinating. I just love hearing all of these stories. Um, and, you know, we're already at the 7.30 hour. Oh we're going to have to take a little break. Uh, but we're going to find out what happened to the Butler restaurant after okay. 1971 okay. when we get back, after you changed it. And, uh, and we want you to know that uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And thank you, Charming Saugatuck Rentals. Thank you, Interurban Transit Authority. Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop and Mill Pond Realty. You're listening to The Lake Shores, Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. And we're going to be back with Patty Berry to find out more about the history of the Butler restaurant. We'll also have Ryan Heiss, the City of Saugatuck manager, and Betsy York is coming in. She's filling in for Leslie Fitzel, who was supposed to be our guest, but uh, Leslie brought her back. And uh, she'll be out in a couple of weeks, so we'll talk more about that and, uh, and more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this break. Grab another cup of coffee. This is Gregory Muncy. We'll be right back. everybody and good morning grab another cup of coffee we are enjoying this delicious coffee this morning i don't know if you can smell this patty but it's it's smell. caramel cream and it's from uh it's from Schuels, and they sell it over at the butler pantry restaurant or no butler pantry <laughs> kitchen accessory store <laughs> i can't get the butler, the butler we're talking about the butler and um and we're talking about the butler and with patty berry here you're listening to saga tuck on sunday we do this every sunday yeah. seven to nine a.m and uh, we've been getting caught up with a little bit of Butler history from the Butler restaurant with Patty Berry here. Also talking about your shop at It Is What It Is here on the 300 block of Butler. And um, we're talking about, we left you with uh, at 1971 is where we were. And uh, where your dad had decided that um, not to keep the hotel anymore, right? Right. Now, now, at this point, he had purchased it, right? It was... He, the purchase was in the process. It was in the it was, process. It was a lengthy process sure. to have that finalized. And mm. that actually didn't happen until 1978. Mm. 
um, when he took sole ownership. Oh, okay, that. right. I looked back through um, the documents that my brother Todd had, mm -hmm. um, the lease agreements and the you know the buyout right. and, and stuff like that. It's so yeah. interesting, yeah. you know, to see those things and how they typed them then. And, right, right. Oh, yeah, it was. It yeah, was I had done that. I had worked at uh, Del Sol for many years until I eventually owned it. So it took me a while to do yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's not and, just uh, an it's not easy, thing. right? right. To right. own a business, but um, especially a restaurant. Right. So they decided at the, at one point that there was too much to do to to keep to it up keep to it code um, and to keep it as a hotel. And the building that we see now looks a lot different right. than the building before. Right. So. So um, so what had happened at that point? Well, they took up the top two floors and just uh -huh. kind of remodeled the outside uh -huh. um, and just ran it as a, a lot of people think it's a totally new building. Right, and because of all the alterations to the physical look of the building, mm -hmm. people always confused it with um, – they, they assumed it burned. Oh. But they're instead thinking of the big pavilion. That's right. And that sat where – this, the it's parking. now the Singapore Yacht Club's parking lot. Right, That's right behind City Hall. Was. And when that burned, um, the liquor license became available. That's how my dad got the liquor license. Oh, you butler. didn't have the liquor license before that? I think that. they did, but I know that Wasn't they got... Wasn't it his name or... I, I'm not sure you know, how that, how that, that worked. I'm yeah. still digging for information on that, but I do know that they got the liquor license. Uh -huh. He told me that. Right. Um, I spent a lot of time with him this summer. Um, my mom was in assisted living, and he was, you know at odds with himself, not knowing what to do. Right. And, you know, so um, my brothers and sisters and I took turns riding him around. He loved to go for rides. Right. And um, then I'd bring him back to my house and feed him a meal. And yeah. then we'd play cribbage and then we'd watch a lot of YouTube, like um, old George Jones concerts yeah. and Johnny Cash and uh -huh. stuff like that. And that's when he would kind of loosen up because you know how music can take you back to a time and a place mm -hmm. and brings back memories. So when I would ask him questions, I, you know, I was getting all these stories and I recorded several of them, but I wish I'd recorded more of them or mm -hmm. I wish he could have been a little more clear on on some of the things. But right. he did tell me that they got the liquor license mm. from um, the pavilion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we just ran it, you know, and the five kids all worked there. Uh, yeah. And their spouses and their children, you know, yeah. over the years. Yeah, so you had lots mm -hmm. of employees over the years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, tons of employees. I couldn't even tell you how many they employed over the years. Uh -huh. It was a, a good number. And at his visitation, a lot of them came, you know, some that you forget about. And it, it was great to hear the stories of... Of your mom and dad taught me such a good work ethic, you mm -hmm. know, empty pockets, you know, if, you know, empty hands mean empty pockets. If you're not making every trip count and right. you've got time to lean, you've got time, time to, to clean. clean. Yeah. And uh -huh. um, just good work ethics. And, and it's it was humbling to hear all the nice stories that um, the past employees. Yeah. Told yeah. us and yeah, shared I've with done. us. And now your brother worked there, and um, uh, uh, your brother's name? All three brothers. Oh, oh yeah, three yep. brothers. Yeah. Um, there's Vicky, uh huh, then myself, uh huh, then Joel, uh huh, Todd, and Brad. Okay. And we all worked there, uh huh, for many, 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 many years. Now, <laughs> is it Joel or Brad that has the uh, Googs? Brad. Brad. Brad went out on his own, and he started Googs. Mm -hmm. Um. In Holland, Probably and people love that burger. Yes, That's all do. I hear about was that Googs burger, and I never had well, a chance to get one. Best, you know? Never had it. Never got one. Oh yeah, and he had some crazy burgers on there. Yeah, and um, they tore that down. 
about a year ago, I guess. I, I don't have my facts straight on that. Yeah. But he's rebuilding. Right. And the building that he's building is a uh, multi-use building. Uh-huh. Meaning there will be retail in the lower level uh-huh. and then apartments upstairs. Okay. Not condos, apartments. Right. Because there's a whole different thing with condos, you sure. know, associations and stuff. Right. So, so some rentals upstairs. Uh-huh. And I don't know what businesses are going in, in the lower other than he's going to have a market. Mm-hmm. Um, Is he bringing back the Goog Burger? And then he's going to have a pared down restaurant from what Goog's was. So he doesn't okay. have to have 100 employees. You know, uh-huh. that gets a little difficult, especially during these times. So it'll be a pared down restaurant with limited seating. And um, I think a focus on more carry out um, right. with the burgers and right. stuff. He had a great following for a lot of years. And, mm-hmm. you know, people were just kind of devastated when he when he closed up right so that's um, what he's doing and then my brother joel started spectators with his wife right um i don't even know how many years ago that was they had mm-hmm. that and then there was my brother todd and he was never um a lot of people don't even know about todd sometimes uh-huh. they're like who yeah. and he was um very vital to the operation he was a behind the scenes guy not a front of the house like you know vicky and i did Everything from hostessing, waitressing, cooking, bartending, whatever right. we needed to do because all five of us knew all five of the jobs. But mm-hmm. Todd was always behind the scenes. He did all of the maintenance okay. and the upkeep mm-hmm. and um, books and, and things like that. So he was very mm-hmm. vital to the operation. A lot of people don't even know who he was, yeah. but he was there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. there. And um, Vicki did everything. And mm-hmm. then. Um, her husband and her two kids, Stephen and Emily, after Don and I left, they they took over. Okay. And Todd, I believe, retired about five years ago. So it was right. down to Vicky Scott, Stephen and Emily, right, as, as the the owners. Yeah, and uh, and they they've shared stories too. Oh um, yeah. Uh, All uh, the stories we could tell, <laughs> not on the air, but you know, I mean, sometimes. Um, I remember a couple of occasions where uh, the downstairs toilet wouldn't flush. And Scott and and Scott and his son um, uh, are down there cleaning out the sewer, oh. finding panties oh, locking up the yeah. <laughs> locking up the some, sewer. We've got some great stories to mm-hmm. tell, as anybody in the restaurant industry would. Be. <clears throat> but you know, this last um, since COVID, I guess I, I've got to say, uh-huh. was really difficult for them to hire and 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 keep people on the cost of food just sure. was going crazy mm-hmm. you know we talked about it still is a butler burger somebody's walking down there and they're waving at me. oh they're waving oh, hi good morning Hello. good morning Sagatuck. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah we talked about you know when the butler burger first started it was 50 cents and then creeped up to you know this that and the other thing and i remember changing it to 450 thinking oh my gosh are people going to pay for it right. it's 14 dollars now i know you know that's crazy yeah <laughs> um but that's everywhere you right know, it's that's not that. just their right. prices correct exactly yeah but um keeping staff and then dealing with people with the whole mask thing mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. aren't nice and some some people some cannot people be ni- I, that's nice. true that's and right you know how I said, you know, my head couldn't get wrapped around whether they wanted to sit by a window or the chili was spicy. You know, imagine taking 
basically a slap in the face. You know, I'm not wearing the mask. And yeah. Why is this this much? And this isn't right. You know? Right. And it, it just it became too much. Right. And when you're when you're in it for that long, and you're you're getting older, and you've heard it all, you've seen it all. It's it's just it becomes maddening. And they were approached by several people over the years mm -hmm. um, to purchase it because it's quite a piece of property. Yeah, it is. You know, because you've got, it's not just the restaurant. You've right. got that marina. Um, you've got, you've got a pool there. And the longest continuous wooden boardwalk. Correct. The Great Lakes. Correct. You know, it, and it's a view. And, you know, now, was that your board? Was that the butler owned the, or yes. the, you guys owned that, yes. that, that boardwalk. So it was up to you to maintain that. Yes. Okay. And we did. Al Vanderbeek uh -huh. and, Late construction every year, you know, pull those pilings out, put those pilings in. Yeah. And, yeah, that was all part of the part thing. Of the, and yeah. it, it's, it's a big operation. Yeah. People think, you know, oh, they just sit back and make money. That's not true. When you think <laughs> right. about all that goes in to running it on a daily basis. Sure, sure. And the mental part of it, you know. I mean, everything mm -hmm. you have to think about all day, every day. And it just started to become... I think a little bit too much, yeah. a little overwhelming. And like I said, five years is nothing anymore. Right. So when you start entertaining that, it can take quite a long while to, to have that come. And they, like I said, I think they had um, several offers to purchase it. But when Redwater approached them, um, it was just the right time. Right. And they agreed, you know, to, to keep it as is and not make some great big changes and change the look of it or anything. In uh -huh. fact, I think they're adding their plans are they've already taken the deck down it, to build a deck um, that has a roof line similar to what's there now. Okay. So it'll kind of look like that. And I, from what I see when I walked in the lobby the other day, um, it looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, it'll be great. I hope they can find the staff to do it. Yeah, I, yeah, it does and, look you know, fantastic. I was just going to mention that, you know, we had so many memories of that deck, oh the original deck. You, you probably remember. Life on that deck. I bet you did. <laughs> and, and you remember when they built that, oh, right? Yeah. And and uh, and uh, Don Middlebrook, I'd go there so many times to listen to him. I know, and it's funny because I, I know what that's like. I, I, the employees would be, "Oh, Don's playing, Don's playing," and that they'd just roll their eyes because Don's there all the time. Right. The people and, on the, uh, the and the people on the boats kind of got tired of hearing Cheeseburger in Paradise, you know, <laughs> <laughs> all the time. But yeah. um, he brought the people. Yeah, yeah. Don't get so mad at you us. You got to do what you got to do. Right, right. You know? He did. He but did we bring had the people. Some great entertainment over mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. Even if there wasn't a band, mm -hmm. it so, was the people. Yeah, so yeah, right. So now, one of the first things uh, that the Redmond Group did was Redwater. Group. Redwater. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. Redwater Group. Redwater. Um, they um, well, if we get them on the show, then you know I'll be they able to pronounce them right. right. Yeah. It's not Red Rom. <laughs> Red Rom. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> Um, but going back to uh, uh, they—that they, was one of the first things they did was rip out that deck, and right. boy, did that cause strife in the community. Right. They were like, oh, "Where's our doing? deck?" Right? But I, um, I think it'll come back. Who's got the shot ski? Where'd the shot ski go? That was Stevens. Shot ski. Shot ski was a ski with four shots, uh, uh, glasses on it. Um, that you would get your little group and your friends to all do a shot right. together on the shot right. ski. <laughs> And um, and then and then downstairs they used to call that the squirrel cage, right? right? And because so, my dad said all the squirrels are not in the woods, and either are all the nuts, <laughs> <laughs> and they needed some place to go. <laughs> so it started out as kind of a little 
yeah. local hole for people to go to. You know, they had their Sunday school group and, right. and card players uh-huh. and, and that. Yeah. And then it just kind of grew into, well, let's serve food out of here. And I think, mm-hmm. oh, when my kids were in high school, we did Friday night pizza with the sports teams. Oh, you cool. know, Because back in the day when I was in school, everybody would go to Coral Gables for pizza. Well, sure. After the game, you were cool if, you know, yeah. if that happened. Right. Uh, but there was really no place for the kids to go. Um, so when there was a home game, we'd have Friday night pizza in, in the squirrel cage. Oh, that's prices fun. And yeah. it, it was fun. It yeah. Was, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we see we see what they want to build there now, uh, the plans of their deck. It's like a double-decker type deck. Right. It's when I, like another butler sitting next to you. Right. Well, when I first saw the plans, I thought that's what they were going to do to the whole building. Oh, okay. I thought that they were renovating the whole building to look like that. And then I realized, no. That's going to be the That's deck. actually It'll the deck. like kind of like the barge you right know? that's what i was but it'll be covered yeah and that was the heck of the deck right you know i would have to get up and watch the weather channel right i didn't have siri then right because it, yeah it, <laughs> right. it didn't have a room and it so. was like okay is it gonna rain and i've got mm-hmm. this many people you know scheduled to come in and where am i gonna put them if it does rain and right what if it rains during the middle and then i've got to pay this band and blah 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 mm-hmm. so that that was always a factor you right know? and then people would complain well there's bugs you know and there's flies or there's mosquitoes <laughs> i got stung by a bee you're outside people. <laughs> right <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, such great memories there, and um, and and uh, and we think about your dad, and uh, hope that your mom's doing well as well. She is. She's she's up at Rest Haven in Holland, and she mm-hmm. really does love it there. She and and that makes us feel good that right. she's not, you know fighting it my dad was fighting it he didn't want to be he wanted to be home right and then he just got to the point where he couldn't be home he was falling and yeah. then, um you know the congestive heart failure and he had um aspiration pneumonia mm-hmm. and it, he was forced into that yeah and he'd only been in hospice a couple of days yeah before he passed away but you know we were all there and um looking back i guess it went as nicely as it could, mm-hmm. you know. Um, mm-hmm. We all had a chance to say goodbye, and right. it was good. But my mom loves it because she never had much of a social life. Right. She was always working. Sure. And then when the five kids took over running the place, that's kind of when they stepped back, and they started traveling with our sixth sibling, we called him, uh-huh. the Duke of Butler. Oh, okay. And that was my dad's bulldog. <laughs> that bulldog went <laughs> everywhere. Oh, really? Yes, yes. And um, he was their pride and joy. I swear that dog ate better than we did. (laughs) (laughs) And saw more of the country than we ever did. Now, looking back, you you see what Saugatuck is now. You've you've had to have seen a lot of changes because I know I've seen a lot of changes just in the last 15 years that I've been here. Um, But I know that um, uh, back in the 60s and 70s, this was a different kind of a town, wasn't it? It was. It Uh was. there Not were, so many cute little boutiques and things. There, there were, were a few. Of course, you had a few. There were but, a few. But you had the drugstore. You had the candy store. You, there was a bakery. Newsstand. New, the newsstand, right. And you could get the Sunday papers. My dad got three of them. And, uh-huh. You know, they would send us to Sunday school See, with a chunk of change. And, and for the young people listening at home, the newsstand is what we call Facebook now or, or Instagram. <laughs> so. <Sure. laughs> Yeah, you can get all your gossip. <laughs> right. And, so, um, yeah, we would go there and pick up the newspaper, and then um, 
after Sunday school. Uh-huh. But we may or may not have forgotten to give our Sunday school money. And we bought candy at Funks. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that with my lunch cleaner. money. There uh-huh. was a dry cleaner down here. There was a grocery store, candy store. Oh, I wish it was still a dry horses cleaner. Horses gift shop. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, so neat because they traveled the world and there were, you know, certain treasures. Right, um, right. There was the furniture store, of course. And and then th- then their boutique started coming on, right? Yeah, uh, you, you had, of course, Casual Mail, um, um, Brigadoon. Brigadoon was, I um, think, one of the first um, – and East of the Sun. East of the Sun, when right. When that hit town, that was really something, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there was that and, oh, there were candle makers over on Water Street – when I was growing up, where Wicks Park is now uh-huh. was, um, was that called a- Anchor Park, and the Hoffman family owned that. Right. And they had the Island Queen. Right. Okay, that was the original paddle wheel. Right. And you could rent little paddle boats, you know, that you would, you know, do with your feet. Right. Um, you could rent bicycles, tandem bikes for two. Uh-huh. There was mini golf. Um, all kinds of fun things. And uh-huh. that was Anchor Park. And that was, you know, about the only thing to do. Right. <laughs> Go around, ride the bikes, or we would ride our bikes around because we lived in town. Uh-huh. Um, there were ice cream stores. There was a yarn shop. Um, fun stuff. So, so, but, you know, it's still a really fun town, though. And yes. a lot of the, the character still remains today. Right. And and so, um, you know, I, I guess that's what we we're talking about earlier is that, you know, with so many of our iconic um, uh, folks that have left us and gone beyond, um, you know, we you know, you, you get concerned, you know, um, our is Sagatuck going to keep that character right. that has made it so unique to all of West Michigan. Right. Um, and and we really do have a unique little town here. Um, so, so it does, it does make you wonder, you know, is that when character going to stay? When I was younger, stay? um, and growing up, the, the tourist season was basically defined Memorial Day to Labor Day. Right. And after Labor Day, there wasn't much going on. Right. Of anything. There is a now. Little, a little bit through Christmas. And mm-hmm. they worked very hard for a lot of years to get that to be more of a year round thing. Mm-hmm. And I think there are still people trying to do that but right. you know the last couple of years have made it difficult for people to stay open year round and right. that's my vision is to get more shops just that that will stay open and i understand you know january is your downtime or february and like that but um it's important that the restaurants stay open because after labor day the age of the average person coming to town uh-huh. you know unlike the stroller pushers and the cone lickers and the t-shirt buyers and the, you know, the wanting to go to the dance club and stuff like that. They, um, they come here to eat and then shop. Uh And sometimes, you know, there's only two or three shops open. And then with COVID places were closed during the day, didn't open until four. They didn't have the help or they're closed two days a week or, or that, that made it, difficult and it doesn't take long for word to get out that oh don't bother driving to Sagatuck because there's nothing to do right and right. so i know that we're working hard to get that stigma change that yeah change that right. and and 
and keep it more of a year round and get the locals to come back out and shop. And, us. you know, there there is a lot to do in this town. Um, you know, we're going to have, uh, of course, the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. They've got a new rejuvenation of members and, and events going on. In fact, what we're going to have later on, we'll have Betsy York on and she's going to talk about some really cool programming with the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club. Um, but there is more going on. You know, Wicks Park Bar and Grill, they're open during January. Now, they used to close in the winter, but now they're open and they have live music. And um, I do see more of that. And I and I have seen more of that even within the last 10 or 15 years that um, our shoulder season, season has grown more so than when I first moved here. So, so it kind of inches out and spreads out a little more. And then I noticed the winters are a little bit shorter than they used to be. You know, um, I'm going to Atlanta next week for yeah. the International Gift Show. To buy stuff for your store. To, to uh-huh. look for things because mm-hmm. we weren't able to last year, and that's where all the shop owners go to find uh-huh. whatever it is that we uh-huh. need. But um, when I get back, January will be half over already. Right, you right, know? exactly. And, you know, we've talked about how quick time goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then I'll be full of ideas and right. things, and I'll have found things, and so then I'll have to, you know, rearrange and prepare or build or whatever I need to paint. And there's January is right. gone. And then, you know, typically I always say that town perks back up around Valentine's Day. Yeah. You know, that's when people – Typically, yeah, we usually have a lot, a lot of folks that stay here that weekend, and and uh, we have the winter gallery stroll. So I hope that some of the stores that are closed would, you know, consider. Let's get up and, and rolling. So yeah. to, to bring them here. Yeah, yeah, and uh, of course the um, uh, St. Patty's Day parade, the Aaron Gobart parade. Um, I, I usually kind of denote that as the official uh, waking up again. Um, but it just seems to me that my winter breaks have been shorter, shorter and shorter. And shorter. You know, um, I think and and uh, life so, is like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess that's we got to, <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Uh, we've that's only got time. five minutes left, and then it, then we're going to have Ryan Heiss on. He's from Yay, the Ryan. city of. Agatech manager, we're going to grill him. Yeah. And uh, we, we already, we're going we, to roast you, Ryan. Brian just walked in. He's enjoying that delicious caramel cream coffee from the Butler Pantry Rest. Or there I go again. There you go again. I want to call it. It's early, folks. It's early, folks. Um, we have a, um, we did have a, uh, and let's do it real quick before we go into break. We have a little trivia and uh, with CJ. And we want to wish a happy birthday to Elvis Presley. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah, right. that's, that's what our trivia is. Uh, so we've got Elvis Presley. Let's, we've got to do this quick because okay. we only have, have a few I minutes. I have five questions each. Five you questions each. Start. Are you ready? Here we yes. go. Oh, do you got the bell? I do. Where's the bell? the bell? Go get the bell. We got to get the bell. Not the bell. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, okay. how old Elvis was his birthday? How old would he have been? A, Ooh. 82, B, 86, or C, 90? I'm going to say 82. Well, he would have been 86. Ooh. 1935. See, I would have went 90, so we, we both would have This is quick. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, Elvis Presley is related to two U.S. presidents. I didn't know this. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Can you guess which ones? Hmm. A, Lincoln and Carter. B, Grant and Ford, or C, Jefferson and Obama? <laughs> I'm going to go with B. Uh, no, it was for, uh, Lincoln and Carter. Oh, really? Carter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, really? Carter I didn't have a whole lot of... I couldn't see Carter shaking his hips. No, no. You know, they... <laughs> zero, zero. Elvis's favorite sandwich is a banana and blank. A, marshmallow fluff, P, peanut butter, peanut butter, or C, Nutella? 
Peanut butter. What? That was an easy one. It was. I've set them up. She's okay. got all the easy ones. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Elvis's concerts were a big to-do. Mm-hmm. How many encores would he do at the end of his his concerts? Uh-huh. A, four, B, two, or C, zero? A, uh, two. Uh, zero. He did not. Oh, he really? Do oh, no, you he never came back nope. out. Nope. Here's but another I got one. the bell. I, I, got the I bell was on accident. I'm here. Okay. Uh, Elvis was a twin. True or false? True, he was a twin. It was stillborn. So twin was stillborn, though. So it's, yeah, oh, that's, okay. That, yeah, yeah. So a non-surviving. Yeah, twin. yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, what song first was his first song when he played the Ed Sullivan Show? Mm-hmm. Don't be cruel. Blue suede shoes or Jailhouse Rock? Jailhouse Rock. Don't yeah. be cruel. They be oh, really? That, no, oh, I, see, you, you said you weren't good at trivia, but I, th- uh-uh. I, you were I, good I last time too. <laughs> uh, I'm too young to remember. What gift did Elvis give? President Nixon, when he visited the White House, a uh, gold record, a gun, or a velvet portrait? <laughs> Is that my question? That's, yes, that's you. <laughs> what president? Uh, Nixon. He visited President Nixon. Nixon. Um, I would say he would give him a gold record. He gave him a gun. Colt yeah, 45. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe he wanted him to do some work. Or something. What the what? Well, <laughs> so what, what did Nixon give to Elvis? A badge for the Drug Enforcement uh, Bureau. Uh-huh. B, a birthday cake, or C, a military medal? Um, military medal. He gave him a badge for the Drug Enforcement Bureau. Patty, yeah, she's the one that whispered the answer oh. in my was, ear, so cheap. it's her fault. Uh, but, and the last one, <laughs> so he was awarded the uh, the Medal of Freedom by one of the a president. Oh, really? Pres- yeah, I did not know this either. Huh. Which president awarded him that? A, Nixon, B, Clinton, or C, Trump? <laughs> That's so easy. <laughs> Nixon. No, it's Trump. <laughs> Trump. Trump did it. Trump award in nineteen in twenty eighteen. Well, awarded Elvis. Elvis Presley. posthumously the oh, uh, Medal of Freedom. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, that's odd. It was odd, but th- that was. I thought that was decent trivia. I thought there uh-huh. were some unique little things there. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that was CJ. That was, that was quick. quick. That yeah. was quick. I'm gonna try we to just, learn my just job. Just cabin so much about the Butler restaurant. I learned so much, Betty. I'm so happy to have you on Thank as you. my co-host. And uh, we're gonna take a little break here in a second here. And uh, of course, we're gonna have Ryan Heiss back on, yeah. and uh, from the city of Sagatuck, and uh, he's the manager. We're gonna find out all the nitty gritty and what's going on. I've got his report right here in my hot little hands. Now you can get his report if you go to Sagatuck City. Go to their website and sign up for their emails, and you can get the whole city packet. You can find out what the city's up to. doesn't take a genius to find out what they're doing. And uh, we'll be right back after these messages with Brian Heiss. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van. Gregory Muncy here with my special co-host, Patty Berry. She's going to take a break. She's stretching and reaching. Grab another That's cup of Patty coffee. Patty with an I and beer with a Y. Patty Berry. <laughs> Not Barry. Beery. Beery. Stay tuned for more fun. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday. We do it live every Sunday here in beautiful downtown Sagatuck. 
watching the sun come up over the hill. Hopefully, we'll get some sun. I know it, today uh, it's it's about as warm as it's going to get out there. It's 33 degrees out there. It's supposed to get down to about 20 and get colder. Thank God the DPW is out there this morning cleaning this up before it freezes. Um, they were they've been working really hard the last couple of days to clean up these sidewalks, clean up these streets, and um, and uh, speaking of the city, we've got a, a, a guest on. I don't want to waste any time and let's get that disco ball down and uh well he's not moving too fast he's got one leg one leg is what is a shaken the other leg's kind of not so shaken but let's find out what happened welcome to the show ryan heiss saugatuck city manager he came you came limping in what, what happened? Good morning, Mr. Muncie, Patty, and CJ. Good to see you guys. Yeah, I wish I had a cool story for this little injury that I have. I, okay, I can do that. So I was surfing the other day during the winter storm. Really? Yep, in South Haven. Oh, And... Uh, caught a wave. It was way over my head. I, there's nothing I could do. I got crashed into the pier, and then a snapping turtle and a shark... There you go. ...bit the back of my leg. A snapping turtle and a shark. They were working as a team. I don't was, believe it was, that. It was crazy. For a yeah. minute, it could now, have been a land shark. A land oh, shark. Oh, right, from downstairs. <laughs> it could have been David Locker out there. Oh, arr, arr, arr. oh shoot. Um, uh, uh, or it could have been his wife Casey. You know, I know she likes shark as well. Um, but uh, but uh, so. Uh, now, I would believe maybe a jellyfish or something, but uh, a shark, no. Um, so what, what is, you would, that, wait, you would believe a jellyfish in Lake Michigan? Well, you know, and that's where I tell people where we get our fresh shrimp for our, for oh, our uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I used to say that to the kids when I had the store there at Del Sol. I would tell all the kids to, you know, watch out for the jellyfish when you're out there swimming, you know. Well, people um, would come into the butler and, you know, want to sit by a window, and then they would say, is that Lake Michigan? <laughs> The Kalamazoo uh, Harbor. No. Yeah. It's not Lake Michigan. That's the Kalamazoo River. That's oh. not Wisconsin across <laughs> right, the way there. Right. Uh, Ryan, uh, so, so you were out surfing, really? Uh, sure I was. Oh, okay, because I have friends that do that crazy stuff. No, I do it, but not with this boot on. Okay, no. so t- give us the real story. It was. It's a really lame story. I, that's why play, I want to yeah, hear it. <laughs> playing pickup <laughs> basketball at Saugatuck High School, uh-huh. just running backwards and uh-huh. then tore my calf muscle. Oh, just yikes. Get, getting Ouch. old, maybe? That's, yeah. That's, that's the injury. probably That's what it. they diagnosed today. That's, that's what it appears to Getting old injuries. That's what it appears to me to be. Wow. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you so much. Uh, going, going back to the, uh, the animals in the lake. Yes. Uh, I guess when they had lifeguard stands mm-hmm. uh, at the Oval Beach. Yeah. Uh, there was a lifeguard that would put a barracuda on the side of the lifeguard stand <laughs> and tell all the kids that the barracuda came out of Lake Michigan and really, <laughs> really frightened them. That's hilarious. Yeah, there were hilarious. lifeguards when I was growing up, and that was a cool job to have. Yeah. I mean, we had a couple of guys from um, my age group that were out there. I guess and like Johnny Fox's Johnny Fox and I graduated and Mr. together. Manselli or something, there was another guy. Didn't they were him. both dark tan guys uh-huh. oh, yeah. killing it out there. Right, right, right. And I probably got all the girls and all that. Oh, I'm um, sure. No, um, uh, Ryan, um, uh, you're the city manager for the city of Saugatuck. Still am, yeah. yeah wow, you've really hung in. It's been, what, <laughs> over a year now? now? Almost a year now. Yeah, yeah wow, yeah. wow. Hanging tough, man. Hanging tough. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought you were only going to last a couple of weeks. Oh, you know? no, still I mean, here. Because we're pretty fruity here, you know, and then it's, it's a lot to keep up with here. A lot, you know? of, lot of pretty people, that's for sure. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, but thanks for mentioning the DPW staff, the Department of Public Works. Yeah, I what did. Is, what did we get? 16, 14 to 18 inches of snow? Yeah, uh, I think it was more than that. I, in fact, I had a friend I that was measuring it looked like 17 inches. She had her yardstick out. Okay. Um, uh, and uh, now, that, now she's South Holland, though. And uh, Jean Smizek, who owns the Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and she had her yardstick out. And they'd gotten 17 inches. Okay. So yeah. I'm pretty well, sure we're, we're right about there. Went by, oh, it Just wasn't a, quite daylight yet. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a, a plow truck go by yet, but we did see the sidewalk guys mm-hmm, moving mm-hmm, along. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll be out here with ice today. So let's give a shout-out to uh, Scott Herbert, yeah. uh, Mike, Adam, Cody, Danny, Chad, out here doing their thing, clearing the snow, yeah, those day guys, in, day out. They really do a great job. Um, for the town that we have, as many businesses as we have, and as many people that visit this town, um, we really are a small town. I think people forget that. You know, We've got a small crew of people mm-hmm. that do all this work. You just mentioned like six, seven people. That's the entire – that's, that's all of the employment that we have here. So um, Now, I know when I had the store Del Sol, it was always up to me. Uh, and when Mike Carey owned it, it was always important to us to make sure that that sidewalk was clean because we wanted to make sure that we had customers that could get into our stores. And I know per city, isn't it up to the businesses? Isn't it uh, per the uh, the ordinance? Isn't it up to each an individual business to keep the front of their store shoveled? I mean, ultimately it is, but the city does provide the service of clearing the sidewalks. They yeah, took, they, they do. took that upon themselves. Right. Then we so. just go out and shovel the path. Yeah, to get to the sidewalk and the yeah, and and keep it cleared, you know, Mm -hmm. because when they go through, oftentimes it's going to snow quite a bit after they've gone through. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're not going to say, "Oh, I got a couple more inches, I got to go get." (laughs) So you know, we all get the shovels out and we help each other out at least on the three hundred block. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, I'll go all the way down to Land Sharks because my hair's already wrecked anyway. <laughs> my son Clayton's out there scraping it down. Well, we're lucky you know, on this. Important. We're lucky in this building though because we do have the cover. Um, you uh, do. I, I do. No, you don't. But uh, <laughs> we do here. And so give a girl a bad hair day. I'll tell you when you get that snow. On. <laughs> um, uh, uh, you uh, have been our manager for a year, and um, you've really taken on the job quite well. Um, uh, we've had uh, good rapport from folks that have uh, worked with you around the town, um, and uh, I think you fit in quite perfectly uh, with this uh, nutty little town. <laughs> Thank you for saying so. And, and um, but uh, uh, you're from uh, you'd moved here from Wisconsin, where you were at Eagle Harbor. Um, egg Harbor. Egg Harbor. Yes. That's right. Egg Harbor. Egg, and um, egg, 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 as in like you know, chicken and eggs. See, egg. da- see chicken and eggs. Egg um, Harbor. Chicken Harbor. and eggs. Um, I like eggs and bacon, but okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, but CJ and Kimberly had visited Egg Harbor. Our friends uh, CJ, our sound guy, and his wife had visited Egg Harbor and saw the beautiful uh, improvements that you did with that beautiful community building. They were just very bowled over and impressed with that. That's also the library and a community center. Yeah, that was a big project. That was like a seven million dollar project. We got mm-hmm. five million dollars in, in, in private donations. That was, that was yeah, that was quite a thing. Yeah, that is great. Um, uh, I, you reading up, you know, I the one thing, and I was telling people you know as we're uh going off into break that um anybody can find out what's going on at the city of saugatuck um it's pretty easy you guys are very open with everything that you do it's all public information and it's all available on your website at uh uh, com. that's correct we're we're wildly transparent so Mm -hmm. anything you want to know 
uh, you can go to that website and find it. And if you can't, just call our office. We'll we'll get the information to you. Yeah. So thanks for mentioning that city manager report. It's a good synopsis of what's happening in the city, and that comes out twice a month. So yeah, it's, it's a good source of information. So, yeah, it's a good source to find out what's going on. And of course, all uh, residents are uh, encouraged to attend meetings, um, as well as I know, um, you know, uh, sometimes you zoom them in, but now you're mm -hmm. in person. Um, but we will still zoom. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. so you can still watch. And so you can still so watch. Convenient. Uh -huh. yeah, isn't no, it? I mean, it took a while to get used to that, but mm -hmm. it's like I may not venture out to go to an actual meeting, but I'll put it the the zoom on and just listen and say, "Oh, wow! I didn't know about that. What's right. going on? Or I heard something about that." And anybody can do that. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Or they can read their emails. Right. Right. Because they do a good job of sending out emails. You know, when is leaf pickup and trash pickup and they do do what's a good job. They do do a good job with that um, and keeping us informed. And and uh, you know, it's uh, it, I always get frustrated when I hear people on Facebook go, "I didn't know that. I didn't know that was happening." <laughs> well, that's because you're on Facebook. You need to go. To the website, you need to sign up for their emails. Yeah. And, and do you and, have a Facebook page? Uh, we do. But it's, we're, we're going to start ramping that up. Yeah, eventually. And, yeah. and what we're going to do is just use the Facebook to draw people to our website and draw people to, to our give newsletter. Them Here's we, how you can. Yeah, we don't want a big to do with our Facebook because no, you know how that. Answer yeah. the oh, questions. right. You don't want to get involved in all that. Um, now <laughs> <laughs> it is a mess. Um, um, uh, but I'll tell you, um, uh, uh, I do have one of our listeners um, uh, reached out to me and wanted me to ask you a specific question. And that is uh, Kate White. She was the intern here at um, uh, the Sagatuck City uh, there. She was an intern for a while doing office work. And in fact, she uh, helped to put together surveys together and uh, worked on the pop-up patio with the business owners and, and parking situations and things like that. Um, she is a new hire at the city of Sagatuck. She is a project coordinator. What is that job exactly? Project coordinator is somebody that really helps me out. She's going to be my... Uh, assistant. The previous city manager was looking at hiring a, an assistant city manager. Uh huh. Never happened. Uh, but Kate is filling the role just to kind of keep our projects organized and do the communication that you guys were just talking about. Okay. So that's kind of her focus. She's also going to be helping Scott Herbert at Department of Public Works with more of the administrative items. Okay. So she's just so that frees you guys up she, to do more really good work. Yeah, she's kind of that, boots yeah. on the ground. She interfaces with the public and the businesses, mm -hmm. and she puts out the information and keeps us organized. That's that's her role. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. that's pretty amazing stuff. So the the infographs, like after the meetings. Um, she puts together a quick little. Oh, they were uh, great! I've yeah, seen like, one or two of them. They're like awesome. Pictures of like what action was taken, just real quick, just like you know, cartoons. Yeah. Because uh, that's what people want, right? You don't want to spend. Nobody likes to read. No, right? I, even older people, <laughs> nobody wants to read anymore. Yeah, so and it's funny because I posted something on my page, my my personal Facebook page. I posted a picture, and it was one of those memories. And if you remember, a little over a year ago, I had COVID. And so I, I took a picture of my feet there while I'm in the hospital room. And, you know, I said, oh, you know, I'm feeling better read, or whatever. And they just assumed. And, and so I had all these wild. friends that started going, oh, get better soon. Oh, we're, we're, we're rooting for you. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys, read the post. You're just like send, send cash. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, so, so that's what Kate White is. We just want, I just, just wasn't sure what exactly a project coordinator is. Nobody so. knows. I mean, it's just, <laughs> she's somebody, yeah, she just 
keeps us together. She, yeah. yeah, she's just I, keeps I us organized. That's, and that's a great thing. Communicates to have. with the public and. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a real sharp, sharp, sharp person. She really is. Yeah. I know her sister very well, oh, Samantha. Wow, okay. And uh, she was some of the girls at the Fresh Produce. That was a store where um, the uh, the juice place is mm-hmm. and um, and the Tree of Life juice. I don't and think that's I've back... met her yet. But... Um, or or I, I can't even put a face yeah. with the name right now. Yeah. Yeah, their parents have or their grandparents have a cottage here, and um, and uh, Sam Sammy uh, Sammy we called her had worked with me. Uh, she's she did voiceover work with me with some commercials that we did years ago. Her sister and she was so much fun, and uh, they were the girls at the corner there when we owned Culver Corner, <laughs> and uh, at Del Sol and Fresh Produce, and uh, and so uh, they were a lot of fun, a lot of good memories with her. But she comes that uh, Kate White. I I can clarify, she comes from. Good stock. Oh yeah, her and, grandma, uh, grandma Betty, Betty White. Correct. Um, correct. Yeah. Now this is funny because my maiden name is White. Right. My dad has a sister Betty yeah. White, and I have a niece Sammy White. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same. It's it's not even close. <laughs> so so I was I was riding in the plow truck the other day with Scott, uh-huh. which was insane. I got. <laughs> I'm like white knuckling it. Uh, Scott's getting like inches from cars. Oh lord! Uh, his number one rule, which is so funny to me, do not make eye contact with the public. <laughs> you <laughs> That's just, true. You just drive because I saw him on Blue Star <laughs> and his on, on the big machine, and you know how I am. I wave at everybody, and I'm like, hey. No, and you, and uh, and you can imagine every driveway, right? Like everyone, yeah. do not plow in my driveway, but oh, there's no yeah. choice. Anyways, do not make con- eye contact. <laughs> but we were talking about Betty white and he was like what's betty there's so many betty whites in this town yeah he's like that yeah that white that that betty white yeah betty and kirk white yeah uh was that for the audience uh patty's pointing north and south (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, and my hair and makeup people didn't arrive this morning (laughs) that's okay Uh, um, uh, also you know we are we are just flying that this morning is just flying by i want to fight we've got him on here i've got questions this is the city manager i got a lot of questions what's going on in our town what what's what's up with the road down below? Oh, so we had to do some uh, sewer connections here on the 300 block of Butler. Yeah, this is this is um, this is a long long problem that the city has had. It has. We been. finally addressed it. Uh, so we had to do four sewer connections, and uh, we're going to get that patched up uh, this spring. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, good. So, um, but now you—they were really quick, by the way. They were they did, very quick. They did all the work like because within a I week. was so doubtful. I have. It is what it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, and. I'm like, they're what? Ready for Christmas? <laughs> you know, this is crazy. Right. But they were in and out, and those guys just got to business, mm-hmm. including the plumber that we had, because we were one of those that had to do the sewer thing. Right. I mean, they were just in and out, and they did a And the sidewalk thing. came down. They put a brand-new sidewalk down, and they were out. And, um, yeah, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, these too. contractors were fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a... Uh, pretty cold start to their project, actually. It was like, yeah, like maybe mm-hmm. 15 degrees and right. snowing. And that's why we're going, why are they doing this? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but they just, they plowed through it and did a great job. They were easy to talk to, and uh, they really understood the, the downtown business dynamic. We spent some time up front talking to them about that. So we tried to put up the correct signage and just let people know that businesses were still open. They were awesome to work with. Right, right, right. And um, so, so but th- will it be what, like a... Uh, 
April or May is when they do the finishing work there? Yeah, that's correct. Because it's still kind of like bumpy down there. Yeah, we'll fill in during the winter. It'll be a little nasty, but we'll get to it in the spring. Okay, very good. Um, what else do I want to ask you about? Uh, oh, Patty's got a question. Oh, I've got a question. I'm wondering about the pop-up patios. That's where I was going next. Ah, I got you. Uh-oh. Anyway, um, I think it was a great idea. Uh, it certainly added a lot of character. But I think that somebody needs to talk also with the business owners to say that, okay, after a certain point, the tourists are gone during the day, you know, a lot of them, but the shoppers are back. And they want to eat and they want to shop, but they don't have enough help to run their patios outside during the daytime. Mm -hmm. And so it takes up parking spaces mm -hmm. and the average age of the, um, the shopper goes way up. They're not, you know, pushing strollers with kids and families and yeah. things like that. They're elderly the and they're on a mission to get their Christmas shopping done before, you know, the snow flies and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then they want to go eat. So I think that there, there needs to be discussion with retail, not just with the restaurants. I, I wasn't aware if there was any, and I do read my city news, <laughs> um, that the pop-ups, um, great, but let's not extend that to November. I think it was November 1st this year, okay. and that was a little late into the season because the weather also changes okay. after Labor Day. And so anybody that is open with a pop-up patio, if it's raining, guess what? They're not outside, and, it, and they're another parking space or six parking space, or if a business isn't open uh, you know, on the weekend. Mm -hmm. There need to be a, a, a few more regulations with it yeah all right mm -hmm. that's great. i'm not that, complaining i'm saying you know it was great and yeah. you know they were full most of the time <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> a few exceptions yeah and, and that was great and it was great for the businesses yeah. and we're um happy to help them out through those and a lot times. of people said that they really liked the way it looked in yeah. town when they yeah. came into town and it, no i think it, it might have been a little difficult that, over that, by that um, alfresco style look yeah. uh and and it, it did it when people drove to town it made them look like they were doing something now i remember um before covid before the pop-up patios um, Sadaba had helped work on, in fact, myself, and that was when Elizabeth Burns was, uh, was the marketing gal. Uh, we had worked with Chuck over at Scooter's Pizza to uh, make the ordinance happen of having that outdoor dining in the right-of-way area, okay. is what they call it, mm -hmm. between the sidewalk and the uh, curb. Mm -hmm. um, and before that, there was not outdoor dining allowed. Now, it was allowed like right next to the business before the sidewalk, but not after the sidewalk. So that was before your time when you came here, and we had worked to extend that out. And I thought, well, how come this town didn't do that? And then when we went into COVID and they had the outdoor, I thought it looked great. And, and uh, in fact, I enjoyed, it, especially the beginning of it, feeling safe to go out to eat, you know, and having a cocktail, you know, over, I'd go over to Phil's or wherever, and we could, we could sit out there and we could haggle with all the bikers and everybody and, and tease everybody. Um, and uh, it was kind of fun. Um, but now I understand you guys have already had a couple meetings with some restaurant owners about this and you're still talking with business owners about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had, um, well, Without boring your audience too much, right? So Kate, <laughs> Kate White's done a lot of research on this. She's, she's uh, reached out around the state to see what other municipalities are doing. 
um, as far as pop-up patios go. Okay. Uh, we've had a series of meetings uh, with both the retail sector and homeowners and or businesses, uh, anyone that wanted to join. Uh, we actually, yeah, we had the first meeting with uh, those who had pop-up patios to talk about um, kind of tightening up and following the existing rules and regulations. Um, and then we had a series of meetings with other folks, uh, including council we made a presentation to, uh, are going to. Um, so anyways, we collected a bunch of information from anyone that wanted to join these meetings. Uh -huh. um, and now staff is going to make recommendations. And kind of to your point, we're going to make recommendations that really tighten up the pop-up patios. If you're, they're not in use, don't have them. Mm -hmm. um, we're we're going to be talking about aesthetics. You know, some of them do them. You know, the pop-up patios look really, really nice with planters. Right. Some of them look not too nice <laughs> and no planters. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. I, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and then I maybe just less. I wasn't aware that there were there was a meeting, and I I would like to know if there is one coming up. Yeah, yeah. And council, voice our opinion. Yeah, so council is going to be discussing this at their late late January Hello, meeting. Hello, microphone. Settle down, Patty. Yeah, yeah. don't get all worked up about these pop-up patios. I, I can tell this is a touch point for you. Just call me pop-up patio. <laughs> pop-up patty. Pop-up patty, yeah. It's a disco ball in my eyes. She pops out at parties. Anyways, yeah, council's, council's going to get into this. Uh, it's probably going to take them a couple months to work through. So oh, okay. Plenty of opportunity. But there is opportunity for yep. shopkeepers to get involved. Yep. And uh, you'll just want to, you know, keep an eye out on your emails. I know Kate's been really good. I have read them uh, uh, about the invitations. And then um, uh, keep an eye out for that. You know who you really want to talk to to keep up with what's going on is uh, Christine Murphy over at Wix. She has been attending every meeting. Oh, yeah. And she knows when they are. Yes. Um, so she would be the one that you would want to uh, uh, get a hold of if you want any updates as well. Uh, she's a restauranter. Uh, she, of course, supports the pop-up patio. So um, uh, uh, it has really uh, enabled a lot of these restaurants to make up for having to space out their seating. And, um, of course, it's every restaurant's individual, you know, to employ how they should employ. Mm -hmm. um, however, Patty does have a good point. There was a restaurant, and and I don't have a problem saying their name, Coppercraft. Never and, anybody and, there. And, and, and they were out on Water Street there, and uh, they had the whole dining section the entire summer. Nobody ever saw anybody out there. And so, and I'm not bad-mouthing Coppercraft. I think it's, you know, great, great liquor and whatever. But don't put it out there if you're not going to use it. So, um, you know, I, I think that's that's that has With been a concern. With parking already an issue, right? You know, and and I think that and parking's always been an issue here. Always and it, always will be. And always there will is be. No right selection right. Um, for that. Other than maybe, which isn't unusual anymore. Have you ever entertained the idea of putting parking meters in? It's out there. Nobody wants that. Uh, yeah, you know, they, they, come, they drive up from Chicago, and they're looking to avoid parking meters. Well, I don't know. It's, just, however, it's, it's a sensitive you, issue. Us folks that live downtown don't want it. Well, true, but maybe we could get a little meter pass. Oh, that, you uh, know, for if residents. You're, if you're a resident. Oh, that's a good idea. But the three-hour parking signs are up, but they're not enforced. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they, maybe you hire a meter reader. They very <laughs> seldom. And I remember the last time that they were enforced, that was before we had the Allegan County and it was Douglas. And and I remember when they were enforced, but at that time, if you took your ticket to the police office right away, like within the hour, they would uh they tear it up. Well Barb Reiniger um <laughs> would walk around in her little uh uniform and she had this long stick with chalk. <laughs> 
Yes. And she would mark on the tire like a clock. You can see that, right? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she would mark on the tire. Well, we're all parked down at the end of Butler Street, all, uh-huh. the, employ- all the employees. Yeah. And it didn't take long for us to figure out, well, if you just go out with a little dish rag <laughs> and erase that mark when she comes back in three hours. But Barb would come to the back door. Her, her daughter worked there at the Butler, and she goes, I know what you're doing, and you're all getting tickets. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an option, and technology's advanced where you can use your phone to to swipe your – Right. And and just put in a code and – there you go. Right, but, but it wouldn't it's, that it's benefit the city if they made a little money off of the parking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a thing. It's, it, an, it's an investment. You know, then, it's, it's yeah. a big upfront investment. Right. And if nobody, you know, and then you get a big pushback, and then what do you, you know, what do you do? You, mm-hmm. you just out, you're out that money, and so mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's an option. You know, I'm not going to say it's not. Right. But probably low on the list of options. Mm-hmm. Ryan, um, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to think of what else, else I want to ask you. Um, so you're getting uh, new furniture for City Hall, huh? I yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah. It's been a couple decades, a generation, since uh, they had a, a renovation inside City Hall. So you're getting Lazy Boy recliners? Oh, and, yeah, yeah. Flat yep, screen nice left and Flat screens, yep. Nice little bar set up in there. Yeah. That'll get people to meet. Where going to my meeting? Yeah, now you'll get people to get involved. No, we're just—it's it's a little bulky in there. It's—it's kind of old school, and so yeah, really we're, we're going to just, uh, yeah, bring bring it up to speed. And mm-hmm. we're working with Herman Miller. We we have a, a rep uh, in town who's uh, pretty pretty high up in Herman Miller, so he's helping us out pro bono. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll hire an architect, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, just do some light renovations inside. Right, right. We are already getting up to the eight thirty hour. Ryan, wow. Heiss, I know. I, I want to ask you so much. Um, uh, uh, real quick, um, uh, before we go, um, uh, how was your Christmas? It was great. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Went, went to the Minnesota-Wisconsin border to see the in-laws. And oh, nice. I got out there. Yeah, uh-huh, thank uh-huh. you. You guys have a nice new year as well? Yeah. We went to Jackson, Michigan, where my parents are from. Mm-hmm. And uh, little Vivian Louise, my, my yes. daughter, she's, uh, man, she's uh, coming on two years old. Wow. wow how time flies. Yeah. Uh, but she's doing awesome. She loves the snow. Ryan's Took- a new father. I saw the pictures oh, wow. on Facebook. She yeah. just, just was like white washing herself like putting her face in the snow and just like <laughs> laughing oh my god I oh, just that's love great. so much yeah that's great so, uh, yeah. she's probably got that adventure side to her like you have obviously yeah she does but, love the outdoors and she's not I mean, you had when you were younger you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> you. once again thank you so much well, Greg, recent <laughs> surfing story oh, i mean you know right, she's exactly. probably out there with him <laughs> yeah right exactly. uh, and shout out to my mom she's in town uh, we're gonna do some shopping with my sadaba bucks oh, and do not let me forget there's those. your sadaba bucks that's the real reason i'm so, here uh, Ryan uh, took advantage and, and gave us a call. He was one of the few that got in through that phone call. We had uh, $10,000 left to sell. And uh, hey, you want to stick around a little bit? Uh, give you a couple more minutes. I got a couple more questions yeah, before sure. we bring Betsy York on. Okay. But let's go a little station break identification. We want to thank the Sagatuck Charming Rentals, Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Interurban Transit Authority. Hey, fellas. Thanks for listening to the Lake Shores. Saga Tech on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. We'll be right back after these messages. We've got a few more things to ask the city manager. We want to roast him a little before we let him go. And then we'll also bring on Betsy York from the Saga Tech Douglas Art Club. Stay tuned. That was a quick break. 
We're back. This is Gregory Muncy with my special co-host, Patty Beery. Patty with an I, Beery with a beer. No, beer with a Y. Oh, beer with a Y. Y, okay. that's how we spell it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you had a lot of fun with you this morning. Um, and we're here with... fun being here. We had, uh, got Ryan Heiss here, the city manager. We've been grilling him about, you know, all the stuff going on. And uh, uh, a reminder that if you want to stay tuned with what our city is doing all you have to do is go to saugatuckcity.com sign up for their emails and uh and then uh, you know read those packets sometimes they're boring but read through them and you will find exactly what the city is working on they're very transparent um now ryan you said your your mom's in town you're gonna go shopping right oh that's correct yeah she's excited to go shopping don't forget to take her to it is what it is oh that's our first stop she'll love and last stop Um, and you got your Sadaba bucks. You know, uh, uh, the uh, Sadaba uh, has worked as the chamber for the area for about 40 years, and um, over 40 years, actually. And, and um, we secured a grant and sold $46,000 worth of Sadaba bucks. And uh, so you got 300 for only $150. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Why does not everyone yeah. do that? Well, we tried, we tried so hard to get them out to everybody. There were a few folks that tried calling in, and, uh, you know, they had different ideas of how we should should do it maybe we should put it online maybe we should you know uh work with a tech company to do an online way of purchasing them we found that by calling um and uh, and emailing was the best way because the phone line was just off the hook we had no time to do anything but answer the phone and we sold that ten thousand dollars in two and a half hours my experience calling in was great you yeah know, the first time yeah. i called no answer left right. a voicemail right second time i called one minute later. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you picked up the phone. Right. You had to keep calling. Yeah. And, it was fine. It and was so, so glad you were able to get some. And uh, hope you enjoy spending those in town. Uh, Ryan, a, a few other things I wanted to ask you about. A lot of people have been talking about AT&T and Verizon cellular facilities. We've all have dropped calls in the summertime as we've gotten busier over the years. And more and more people are using digital technology, uh, their iPhones and all that, bringing them to town. We have noticed the last few years that we've got more dropped calls and especially when there's an art fair right and all of the vendors have a, a phone and they're you know t- running their credit cards and so sometimes our credit cards system will go down correct correct you know? and and yeah that that that's time that's money that's right. that you're losing out on right. um so we want to know what's what's the progress on that we know it's going to take some time um it's not an overnight thing but we know that you've been working. I was reading your uh, uh, your report here. You've been working with AT and T and with um, uh, uh, Verizon. Verizon, yes. And uh, where are we at with that? Um, good question. So, backing up a little bit, we sent out a resident survey to see what the the how they want to spend their tax dollars. Right, right. One sure. of the one of the top things that came out was cell phone service, um, and we hear that from the tourists as well. Uh, and so. What the city is doing, you know, and the city doesn't control cell phone service, um, but we can work with our, our partners at AT&T, Verizon, and even Holland has a public utility system right. that they could possibly bring in fiber to the area to oh. help out with point-of-sale systems, what oh, have wow. you. So we're in discussions with actually three different entities right now. Okay. So with Verizon, they're, they're, they have the most concrete action plan right now. So they actually have approvals uh, to put in small cell 
technology, which they plan to do. Oh, there's our Department of Public Works. Oh, there they go now. There we go. Sorry. So Verizon okay. with small cell technology. <laughs> we get distracted. We're right here downtown looking down Butler Street. This is where the action happens Oh, here. look at that squirrel. <laughs> wow, look at that squirrel <laughs> go. <laughs> um, so Verizon actually got approved through the Historical Society because uh -huh. it's in the downtown area. Uh -huh. uh, put in small cell technology. And they plan to do that this spring. So oh, it'll okay. be ready for the summer. Okay. AT&T is looking at putting in macro cell phone technology uh -huh. up at the Mount Baldhead Tower. Right. So they've had an engineer come in and study the tower. Uh -huh. uh, and they're actually planning on putting it inside the, the ball. Right. Um, and they're they're kind of out there. They're 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 like herding cats right now. It's like we have to kind of stay on top of them, make sure they're right. moving forward with their plans. Sure. Um, but we also talked to AT and T about doing downtown Wi Fi, uh -huh. um, and it's 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 very possible. Uh, so we're in discussions with them. Businesses could also use that as a alternate point of sale system through the Wi-Fi system. If theirs is going out, they could hook onto the cities. Yep, yeah. yep. So they'll, they'll have options. I um, think that's a great idea. With that. And again, as I mentioned, we're talking to Holland mm -hmm. uh, as well. So mm -hmm. Verizon for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, AT&T we're going to continue to work with. Um, and, you know, for anyone that's having cell phone uh, issues or, you know, reception issues, call your carrier and mm -hmm. let them know. Because yeah. the more complaints they get, they know there's a demand. Right. Um, so they'll be incentivized to come and Put okay. in some infrastructure. Okay. Well, I wanted that answered. I have and a quick question. Yeah. You know, you talked about – But we got um, Betsy back here. She's waiting. You talked about the website waiting. and um, <laughs> getting the email newsletter and notifications when the city council meetings are. What about the people, the elderly people mostly, that don't have email, don't know what email is, my parents – Right. One of those don't know about that. But do do they also mail out? Um, do they have an option to say, you know, my mom would really like to know about what's going on at City Hall. Here's her address. Would you mail it to her? She doesn't have. She doesn't have email. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think the best source uh, is the commercial record for kind of what's going on in the city. Scott Sullivan does a great job covering our, our city business. Um, eventually, we'll send out like a one-pager about what's happening in the city with our tax bills, mm -hmm. which everyone loves getting. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's a good way to get information out to people that aren't on right. the Internet. Right. Um, and, you know, just a yeah, quick synopsis. I know my neighbor of, across the street didn't have a computer or any of yeah, that. Yeah, just high-level yeah. projects. What's going on in the city? How are we spending your tax dollars? So that, that's the plan. Well, I, you know, I always suggest make a quick phone call. Call the city of Saugatuck. Yeah, stop in. You know, stop in, talk to, you know, they've got the new and city request. clerk there, Would Jody. You me um, Jody, or you've also got the new hire, the project co uh, coordinator, Kate White. They both answered the phone there. The phone number is 269 857 2603. Wow, I can't even remember that. Yeah, 857 yeah, <laughs> So there's that information for those. That and so give them a call. You know, and maybe, you know, if you don't have a email or you're not technology savvy, um, uh, you know, give them a call and they'll chat at you. They'll let you know what's going on. Of course, they always hang the notices there on the bulletin board as well. Any notices when you first walk in, you look to your left. Ryan Heiss, uh, city manager, thanks for being on the show yeah it's been great thank you so yeah. much and uh want to thank you for coming on and uh thank you for everything you guys do
to keep our city so great. We You're very welcome. It's we a pleasure. We appreciate the hard work. Yep, and uh, and we will see you next time. Okay, thank you. Yep, thank you. And uh, uh, that was Ryan Heiss from the city manager. And, you know, I just wanted to keep him on over the break because I had just had a few questions I wanted to ask uh, before we bring in our next guest. We don't have much time, so get that disco ball down, would you please? And let her work the runway. She's been my co-host. She's been a guest. And she's back. Let's give a big round of applause to Betsy York from the Saugatuck Douglas Art Club, keeping us all warm and with programming going on, I see. Lots oh, of programming going on. We have so much going on for people in the winter, people that stay here. There's residents. We have a good time. Yeah. And I think we're about the only uh, club uh, activity that's going on here. But <laughs> it's been really interesting listening to your show this morning. So many follow-up questions I'd love to, yeah. love to ask, but, you know, during the art, fair our vendors couldn't get a connection so they're from all over nobody was getting the connection right. so, so I don't wi-fi know who would getting. be good for that as oh well. i was a good question greg uh-huh. it was uh-huh. just wonderful to ask well thank you thank you uh welcome to the show betsy york is the president of the saugatuck douglas art club um uh, organization that's been together for how long now yeah, since 1953 wow that's been around a long time that was before i've been around and um uh, believe it or not um and uh <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Betsy, you've been on the show before. You, in fact, you're very uh, community. She, Betsy's in everything, by and the way. Very well First spoken. of all, she's I with the Trail that. Group with John mm-hmm. Vanderbeek. Um, uh, you also work with the, um, uh, what? The, what else are you doing? I'm on the subcommittee of the township for the rural character and conservation. That's a really interesting um, project. That's why I mentioned you should get uh, um, yeah. get Daniel DeFranco in here, and he'll talk to you. Oh, but you know, we haven't had him on the show in a oh, while. I yeah. should reach Daniel yeah. if you're listening to you. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to have you on. Down. Come yeah. on down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you can guess though by the number of involvement that I've been here less than five years. Right. You know, because right. they always give those jobs to, to the, the new know. people. Right. Oh right. yeah, I know. I got suckered into but that. I, I that am about 14, ready to. <laughs> Fourteen years with Sadaba before I finally gave it up. <laughs> I am about ready to cut back. It's feeling like work. So, <laughs> but the thing is, I just really wanted to promote the. Uh, Something coming up with the art club. We have some really unique program coming up. Yeah, I saw this online. Tell us, yeah, uh, tell us about yeah. it. It's going on. You're doing classes at the li- the library, right? Well, and- we, this one. Before uh-huh. you go on, it's a switch. So oh. I want to make that point. So Thanks for bringing that up. We're going to be at the high school in the clay department. We're going to be oh, in the fun. art. We have. It, That's where you guys this, have been before. Well, we've That's had some open studio work there. Yeah. Um, but this is, you know, our club is free. It's open to anybody. You don't need to really have even art skills. People will help you. Sometimes we just have lectures. So it's for people that are um, want to do art. We have professional artists. We have amateur artists. We have people that just love art. So this one is called Play with Clay. Play with Clay. Doesn't even cost you anything. It's so, free? Yeah, it's free. We're no. having Daniel Hanna, the art teacher. Do I have to bring my own materials? No. Really? No. Oh, I'm coming to this you one. come to this when? one. Oh, I can play with clay. Yeah. I think I might impress you. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would be great. Yeah. Now, this is happening next week. We kick it off. On Wednesday, is On that correct? On Wednesday, uh-huh. January 12th, uh-huh. and it starts at 6 p.m. in the ceramics room at the high school. Where is the ceramics room? Is that next to the art room? Yeah, or? right next to it. So okay. it's at the north end of campus. Just go to the north end. Don't know how else to describe it, but... Um, 
Just go up there. There's a big parking lot, and you can go on in. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to be in it. Yeah. Oh, oh you're going to get. I'm really thinking about doing this. And uh, Kimberly, if you're, oh, she has to work Wednesday night, doesn't she, Kimberly? I say have her come with me. I think she'd be a lot of fun doing. Well, this you, too. we really want you to come to each of the three. But if you miss the first one, you can come to the second one. Okay. The second one what, is uh, January 26th. Well, tell us a little bit. So what about, happens yeah. is you're going to get kind of a demo and discussion about what we're going to do. But we're going to end up with a community project and a community art piece that's going to be shown at the Douglas Library. And Scott Sullivan, shout out to Scott Sullivan for all the work he does Uh promoting the council. I mean, he just attends everything. We would be lost without him. Yeah, I know. I know. He He loves this town. We saw him on his knees the other day taking a picture of the library. Scott, it's a Saturday. No. So, So anyway, you come there. And and you come with something in mind, like, I love this picture of this Degas woman with this head. She's sitting at this table, and, and she's looking totally miserable, and her husband's looking the other way. And it's always struck me as, oh, how true. You see couples that just aren't working at that point. Right. So how do I do this? Well, you take the head, and they'll give you the clay, and they'll show you how to build it without a wheel, and they'll put it together. And then you go home with your supplies, and, like, I'm going to make this head with a little hat. Who knows what it'll look like? And then I bring it back by a certain date and make sure that it's nice and dry. And then they put it in and fire it up. And then you 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 well you glaze it, you, you glaze color it. it. Uh huh. Yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. done ceramics yeah. before. Yeah. And then you know, so that's why it's going to take a few months. So if you miss the first, you can come in at the second, but it's good to kind of stick with it. So. You know, it's an engaging project for the winter, and it's kind of different than what we've done before. And then we're going to end up with a community art project, which is really cool. Oh, that's fun. And that'll that's be shown great. at the library. And just a reminder to everybody, we know that the library's been closed uh, due to uh, COVID and some illnesses. However, they're planning on opening back up today <laughs> at 1 p.m. So I just want to let everybody know that. They, they did take a couple days off, but they did announce, uh, they emailed uh, yesterday that they were planning on opening at 1 p.m. today. Today, so, do you know you can get color copies at the library? Yes, uh, you can for only twenty that. cents. It's fabulous, and they give a discount to local. And you can also fax things. A lot of yeah. people don't have fax machines, and maybe you have to send something to the state, or you've got paperwork to, to fax to someone. You can go to the library for a minimal cost, and they'll fax for you. They're wonderful. I love the library. Another thing point I want to make: we're in January now, and haha, my last year as president. Thank you very much. Three years. Um, we are open for renewals of your membership, $25 a year. That's $2 a program, and you get wine and food. Okay? It's a deal. I right. think it's the best deal in the whole area. Well, $25 is just enough to go to uh, Krista, uh, 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 Krista's house and because every year she puts on the uh, little get-together, right? Well, we did it at her house Krista this year. Wise. Krista Wise had yeah. a fabulous house, beautiful house. But somebody does it different or? Yeah, we used to go to Clearbrook, but we weren't sure what was going to be happening. So we, right. Krista stepped up, as she does, oh, awesome. and we just had a fabulous time at her house. So that is one of the special benefits of membership. I Not only that. does it cover pro, yeah, you miss, we miss you too. I know. Love I like senior. Krista. I like Krista Wise a lot. Yeah, so she is like the you know former art teacher here, and mm-hmm. now she's working with Danielle for this clay thing. So yeah. it's a little different, but I want to say renew your membership and join up 25 bucks go to our web page really love it sally winters keeps our web page up it's really great and what's the what's your website oh it's uh, sagatuck douglas art club dot org yes <laughs> so the other thing 
is that we're going to be doing something similar uh, later on. We're doing these, I don't know, during the COVID time, people got into these tableaus. So it's like Patty and I would pick an art picture, and then we'd play the roles, and we'd dress up like those people in the picture, and we'd take a picture of them. So oh. you pick a piece of art. Uh -huh. And then you get get a buddy. Now, by the way, I also have to say all of these, we hope everybody's vaccinated. Could I do the cover of a Harlequin novel? You could. And, you know, I'll be the... I was the... thinking you might be David. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just scream. <laughs> you know, the statue. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, but you have to, you know, wear a mask. We're going to be socially distanced at the at the ceramics. There's a lot of room sure. there. Mm -hmm. And wear your mask right. and get your vaccinations mm -hmm. and boosters so we can yep. get out of this mess. So so we're taking our precautions. Right. Okay, okay good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Very good. Um, but this tableau. And then hot off the press. Hot off the uh -oh. press. And I don't know if they even want me to mention it, but uh -oh. we're thinking about putting together a member art show. A member art show. Oh. So that's another reason to join up. Okay? That would be great. Sometime in the spring, mm -hmm. using some facility around here. Mm -hmm. we got a new member on our board, John Thomas. He is a firecracker. Oh, he is a, art, uh, a great artist. See that painting right there, oh. that little one, that, that apple there. Um, I bought that from him. Um, he is a very talented artist. John Thomas was the owner of Mixed Media right. in Douglas for many years. Um, and uh, they also owned uh, it was uh, uh, Thomas Jewelers uh, for a while. And then uh, his partner had the... He was uh, downtown Saugatuck. Yeah, they originally started, yeah. started here I over there where... Um, uh, uh, from I can't think of the Thomas. name of the store, but um, the one next to Wine Cellars. Uh, they used to be in that spot, right? Was that no, where they were? they were, where were on they at? the opposite side. Um, oh. Same side of the street we're on now. And it was... I, I, can't tell you who's in there right now, but this side of Art Glass Alcove. Okay. Really cool stuff in yeah. there. I, I bought. Well, he's got a really cool store in Douglas right, right now. Remember yeah. the second initial in your name here. So yeah. I took Douglas also. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but uh, Mixed Media, right? That's the name of the shop there? Uh, or I know that... Lieben Gallery, Mixed Media, it's right, right next to Everyday... Right. It's right down there. It's a, right you next know, to it's Everyday a, People it's Cafe. It's a town that's big enough for you to find everything you want in a short period of time. Right, right. <laughs> of course, it got Lakeshore Pet Boutique there, and that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's the only pet store in Saugatuck Douglas. So, mm -hmm. yeah. There you so, go. So, if you want something for your pet, you got to go to Douglas. You do. Um, so, um, so a little bit more about um, the uh, play with clay. You've got uh, a total of three dates. You said the first one is coming up uh, January twelfth. That's this Wednesday. And do I have to register for that? Well, you don't have to. Uh huh. There's no really registration. You just, just show up. Show up. Yeah. Okay. You know, we have people that are going to come and. And we'll see how it goes. We okay. can accommodate quite a few. You know, we've been having, you know, we have about 130 members in the club now. And we've been having 20 to 30 members show up every experience because they've been different. I mean, we had uh, the sculptor, uh, Michael, uh, from the Button Gallery. And okay. we had a good turnout there. So we're liking to do things that are both like the painter thing. And now we're doing 3D. So we appeal to all different kinds of artists. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the first one is this Wednesday. Uh -huh. And then January 26th would be the last opportunity to step into this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so our programs are usually on the same day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing another fabulous uh, program with a local artist, Teresa O'Brien, uh-huh. on February 6th. And you know her, Patty, yeah, because you know everybody. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh-huh. Um, Teresa was around the corner neighbor for a while when my daughter yeah. babysat for their daughter, Rose, uh-huh. um, a lot of years. Well, she's on our board now, and she's yeah. stepping up uh, to do this program. And we're so That's delighted great. that she is – it's called uh, uh, Drawing is Simply a Line Going for a Walk. Um, so – that's what we're doing in the early part of the year. We have our Play with Clay. Come uh-huh. on down. We have Teresa O'Brien. We have more Play with Clay things uh, going on there. And then we're doing um, the Masterpiece thing. But we have a whole year scheduled. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at your website now, org. And, uh, boy, what an improvement to your website uh, from a couple years ago. Um, uh, uh, what a, a bunch of great changes I'm, I'm looking at now. Uh, I haven't been on here in a while, and I'm like, wow, they've really updated this site. It looks great. Oh, thanks, Sally Winters. And thanks, I think Sue Fleming started pushing us into the electronic age. We've got a Facebook page. We've got a, a person we do things, uh, email. Yeah, I know Erin Wilkinson did some things with she you guys. She has been a big help, yeah. absolutely. She still loves, you know, she's got a long history with the art club from the time when she used to hang out at the drugstore with the gals. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, now, the art club, just to let you know, the Sagatuck Douglas Art Club, they do a lot of great things for the community. It's not just doing art, but they also give so much. Uh, you've granted hundreds of thousands of dollars to local students pursuing arts education and degree granting programs right so that's really your your big fundraiser and the money that you make from the art fairs and all that really goes towards uh, uh this scholarship program is that right that is absolutely correct and i'm so glad you mentioned it because the club started with helping students go on to get advanced degrees in art uh-huh. my daughter was a recipient of what? oh really and you know and she went to columbia uh, College. I, and I wanted oh, to mention earlier Chicago. katie duchat um <laughs> The other daughter. Oh, the my, other my daughter, daughter. Carly oh, okay. is the one that went to Columbia College, and it was a renewable. Uh, I think she got it all four years. Oh, wow. And that was very helpful. Oh, wow. Very yeah. nice. I think we need a little reunion of parents who had kids because I keep running into them, right. and they're grateful. It's right. super. They are grateful, yeah. and they go on to do a good thing. Well, one of the things we added to that was trying to support local artists because there really wasn't much of a community for them to connect with each other. Now, they 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 like to work on their own, like I do. And artists tend to be a little um, uh, protective. Uh, protective, and they they seem uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Not outgoing, but um, I want not reclusive, no. but. Um, I think it's just protective. Of yeah, their, but, their they, stuff. but they're also here, there, and everywhere. Artists are amazing project managers too, yeah. because yeah. you have to think through the problems of your paint. They apply it. I see it in the board all the time. They kind of get down to the nitty gritty, and, and you know this whole notion that artists are flaky and whatnot. No, well, they I can be really practical people, <laughs> they, actually, because right. they have problems to solve all the time. And, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, so the fairs were great, and now we're trying to support local artists and people that are emerging artists, people that uh, put away their art supplies and mm-hmm. didn't get back to them until later and now want to step back into that part of their life, open it up, see what's there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, you know, all of the, uh, the application and all the, the uh, uh, requirements for, for uh, applying for the scholarship, 
is on your website. So if, if there's any young people out there that, you know, are thinking, you know, they're finishing up school and they're thinking about going to college. Now, is it only for young people? Say I want to go back to art school. Um, uh, so I could probably apply for it, too. I don't see why not. Well, you could also um, talk to Daniel Hanna, the art teacher. That's where most of them come from. She's right, working right. with the students the in the high school. Sure. I think it's education. kids from the high school. Yeah. So uh-huh. we're supporting the local right. local kids. Right, right. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. It's a great um, program. And it's a beautiful, you know, the, the fairs raise money to support the scholarships or student aid, if you will. Uh-huh. And, um the dues help support the program. So it's, it's a wonderful financial model. Right, right, right. Um, so you, uh, how many, how many people altogether are in the, in the club? Do you know? Yeah, we're about 125, 130. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That's a lot yeah. for a small town like this, isn't it? And, um, and now you guys don't have a storefront or anything. Everybody works out of their homes, right? The oh, nonprofit no, way. No storefront, but yeah. it really, then we're not burdened with, uh, upkeep and maintenance and all that we don't really need it everybody's got their own place but i have to say we are thrilled the citizens of douglas are thrilled to have oxbow come to downtown and take over that old library it's going to add a lot of vitality to i was just shannon is doing a great job so i've reached out to her told her that she needs to become a member of the art club so we can do more together of course i just i was just reading that um they finally finalized the lease of the library in douglas the old library used to be a church um, there many moons ago, and uh, it became the library. And it just, the library was outgrowing their space. Um, It's an older building. And now Oxbow's got it. So I'm excited to see what they're going to be doing with that, what they're going to be doing with that. Yeah, they'll at least bring some live bodies during the day to downtown, which is what we need. All the vendors and the shoppers and the art galleries. Yeah, I prefer live bodies um, as as opposed to, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and you know, there's two parcels in Douglas that have sold recently, so we're we're going pretty good in Douglas. Oh yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. and uh, so glad that the Hayworth building at the 200, oh, 200, uh, it's almost gone. Yeah, boy, does it look gone. so nice oh, having that thing gone. That way. I'll have to take a oh, ride. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, uh, do they have the entire building? Last time I went by there, there was only like not even a fourth of it still standing. Somebody so. said the whole thing is down. Oh, awesome. Oh, it's you know, get a bus, set up a little tourist thing, charge money. Let's go. See what's going That's what we should do. We'll start our own little tour group, and (laughs) you would be Patty. You would be good as a tour director. I always wanted to drive the duck. The, oh yes, we'll have to get Brent and talk to, about yes. Him. Whatever happened to the? I don't, he's not using it. Maybe he'll let us use People it. Ask I'll drive it. I mean, who can't? Basis. I mean, you know, I, I'll People, drive it. CJ, you can be my you can be my Gilligan. People um, ask me in the shop on a regular basis. <laughs> okay, there's the chain ferry and there's the retro boats and there's the paddle wheel, but wasn't there one that went through town? Uh, no. And I said it hasn't been around for a couple of years. He had applied and got his application right, to use to use it, and for some reason. And he didn't open up this year, but uh, I believe they're planning on opening up next year. I kept looking at their social media. I kept looking at their Facebook page and and even the window there where you buy tickets. And it kept saying, we're doing our best to come back in 2021. I want to believe that he's going to get it out next year, this year. Have him come on the show. Yeah, I should. And, and answer the question. I saw him not too long ago, and uh, he actually shook my hand and gave me a little, like a man hug, and said Merry Christmas. And I said, Oh, oh my God, because we always tease each other. Well, he we always lives have up over on the, the hill by me. Oh, I know exactly where he lives. I never. I should. I should go stalk him. 
I'll one of the first things we did was take a tour. David Gein had this little bus. And That's right, around. Hungry Village Tours. And, and he yeah. went to the Fenville. He went to the farms out there. And if you don't know they're there, it's just a marvelous trip. You mm. could go Saugatuck Douglas and the farms. Right. It would be you, great. You th- could. There used to be a bunch of volunteers that for, you know, when I started working here in town at Del Sol that used to volunteer at the information booth, and they would do it for free. They would walk you down uh, and, and do a little tour of the downtown area. So, so there was one question, if I may. I but it's, ask, it's 9 o'clock, though. Real quick. Well, Patty, you guys talk about how the place had changed in the course of time. You talked about people and buildings. How about the visual aspect? How are the trees and the canopy and the nature that draw people here? A lot of the trees are still here much bigger, but a lot of the trees are gone. Um, oh. You know, I don't ever remember trees down Butler Street. Yeah, right. I really don't. Right. And I don't see a lot of pictures of trees down right. Butler Street when and you I see old pictures. pictures. But I don't remember it looking like this. Like in the, in the so they've gotten Christmas bigger. That's right. They've gotten of course, bigger. Of course. Um, I think for the most oh. part. Hey, I want to thank you, oh. Patty. We, we got to go. Yeah. I, I hate to cut you girls off. That's it, we I could talk forever. But uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Patty Beery, thank you for being Thank you for being my co-host from It Is What It Is. Go thank check you. out her store there at the 300 block. Betsy York, thank you so much for coming back on Last Minute, filling in for Leslie Fitzel. Leslie, we hope you heal up back soon. Hey, folks, we've got a lot more to talk about, so stay tuned next week, 7 to 9 a.m. We'll wake up with you here on Sagatuck on Sunday, here on the Lake Shores, 92.7 The Van at 92.7TheVan.com. Don't forget to go to our website at 92.7TheVan.com and check out our podcast. Have a great Sunday. Fun day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.